Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. I'm Eric Gunther. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. Have you guys ever wanted to be this? I'm just going to completely go in the opposite direction. Please. Have you ever wanted to be on a reality TV show of any kind? Not just like home related? I, yeah, no, I mean, not really, no. Does that life appeal to you? No, no, not not the reality life. The reason I brought up reality TV was because we saw an article this week on uh, how much it costs to appear on Property Brothers, which is, of course, the famous reality TV show with Drew and Jonathan Scott, uh, in which they make over people's houses. Let's get started. We're going to destroy your house. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> I knew I was going to cry. Let's do this. We're smooth muscles. This could be your dream condo. And uh, it was it was interesting because y- you always wonder, like, do the contestants or the, the people who they help have to pay? Does the network just foot the bill? And uh, it was it was interesting because y- you always wonder, like, do the contestants or the, the people who they help have to pay? Does the network just foot the bill? Um, and it turns out that, for the most part, the, the contestants, the people who are on the show, are the ones who are putting up the capital. I just know from the format of, like, I, you know, I'm not a big Property Brothers fan, but even the format of Fixer Upper, a, a couple goes to Chip and Joanna and say, they say, I have $200,000 to spend. You have to have money to spend to be on the show. And then you say, then Chip and Joanna will say, okay, here's a, we'll buy this house over here that's $125,000. That leaves you $75,000. So that money is not, I mean, that money is coming from the, the participant. You have Yeah, that, that's fairly transparent that like you are paying, not like we are paying. Right. I mean, and, I and who knows, I mean, I who, we, we don't do like a forensic accounting like of the show. So I don't know if they actually, you know, if the network or Chip and Joanna, Magnolia or the Property Brothers, you know, handle any overages or, you know, if they find like, because a, a crucial element of, of all these shows is like, you know, the second break is always oh we there's, found we found a problem a crisis. Yeah, yeah we found a we found a problem we found mold. There's yeah there's something in the wall damage. Yeah. yeah we didn't realize that you know there's water damage here and there yeah, yeah so i mean who knows for for that piece but yeah you you don't go on these shows with no money the property brothers actually have a uh, minimum amount that you have to spend on a renovation mm-hmm. which is interesting you can't just be like i have 50k to spend right and do with it what you will yeah yeah, you according to this article um which is from cheatsheet.com you have to spend you have to be prepared to spend at least 90k if you want to go on the property brothers and uh, that doesn't include the cost of the house right 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 it's it's not cheap it's not like like this is a big renovation that that people are taking on right and well i mean the property brothers don't come on you know, to, or come go into a house and just say, "Oh, we're going to paint." They they're about taking out walls. <laughs> what a great premise for reality show. Yeah, no, they're it's about taking out walls. It's about rerouting plumbing. It's about rerouting gas lines, electrical. Yeah. All of that stuff yeah. adds up, and so it's about a head to toe, yeah. a floor to ceiling overall. Seems like a really richy rich type of thing. Like in order to. No, I mean, you don't show you have to be financially well off. Well, yeah, you have to have 
probably equity in your home. I think a lot of people have built up where they could take out a $90,000 home equity loan. Yeah. I mean, so it may not be that you have, you're just sitting on piles of cash where you're like, oh, I'm going to throw a few of these $100,000 bills at the Property Brothers. But they, they probably were preparing to do this for a while. Yeah. To renovate. They know that they need to renovate. They, so. they budgeted for the renovation. And they want to be in the spotlight. And they want to, they want, and, and we've seen it just from the homes that have gone on sale after the Property Brothers and especially Fixer Upper have gone through, they do reap some reward. I mean, they they are able to, you know, create a big profit in the case of some of these Waco homes when they eventually do, do put them on the market. Right. Yeah, they're recognizable. People are like, oh, it's a Fixer Upper home. It's like a marketing thing. And right. Yeah, and we've so, seen that we've seen that in the case of the Property Brothers. We've done a couple of stories just within the past month or two where this was a home that was featured on season X of the Property Brothers, and I think it helps market the home. It, ma- it makes it, it it creates a brand for that home right off the bat. To be on Property Brothers, you also have to yourself be ready to be in the spotlight. Uh, you have to not be boring. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> they they when they cast the people to be on the show, the people need to you know be energetic, be excited about having um, their home renovated. You also need to be, at least in the case of the Property Brothers, Property Brothers, you need to be in the process of buying a fixer-upper. So you can't just be buying, like, a, a decent-looking house. Like, this has to be a house that's in disarray. Um, and you also have to be able to put aside time to film. You can't just have a 9-to-5 Monday through Friday job. Um, you have to be able to adhere to a filming schedule, which not everyone can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's pretty. It's pretty strict. It's pretty yeah. tough. That so being you, said, though, I mean, there are plenty of people who can like, who would be willing to do this for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly, there's been how many episodes so far? Five thousand. Five thousand episodes. <laughs> this is kind of interesting, though. Um, on shows like Fixer Upper, you know, the furniture is not included. Joe just stages it to look just beautiful, over the top, picture perfect. But on Property Brothers, um, Drew Scott actually confirmed that the furniture and decor is included in the renovation budget. So, I mean, they're not giving it to you for free. You're still paying for it with the money that you're putting into the renovation. But Mm -hmm. they're going to work within the parameters of your budget. They're not just going to blow it out um, to something that you could never afford. So that's kind of cool. They, like, do all the shopping for you. Yeah, that's that's nice. That's nice of them. Nice brothers. The least they could do. Um, would you guys go on like a Property Brothers fixer upper type of show? I wouldn't. I no. I mean, I when our backyard was it wasn't a mess, but it, it needed to be redone. You know, four or five years ago or whatever. I, I was thinking, yeah, it'd be great to get on one of those HGTV shows where a backyard expert comes in and just says, "This is what you need to do." Mm-hmm. I mean. At the time, I, you know, I, I would check out HGTV casting from time to time and see. Mm. Where what, can you go for that? No, there's a it, it's HGTV casting. Like just. Oh. Is that just because you wanted the expertise of those people, but not necessarily to be on camera? Yeah, not. I mean, the the being on camera is not because. Yeah, that's not my primary thing. Like, oh, I want to be on yeah, TV. You're not trying to be an influencer. <laughs> no. No but, way. But you know uh, no, to get to get somebody because the one that I really liked and it, it ran for I don't know maybe one or two seasons was the the backyard show with 
um, Jamie Dury was the guy who, yeah, yeah. and he mm. he would he did some beautiful backyards, and I was like, oh, and it was only in the, like the L.A. area, if I remember correctly. And so yeah, it's a yeah. If you just search HGTV casting, there's a, a section of their site called Beyond HGTV, and it's pretty straightforward. They uh, they're doing a barn and farmhouse renovation show and casting in Nashville right now, <gasps> and they're casting a new house hunting show in Hawaii. What? Yeah, there's a lot of. There, I mean, there are so many shows that are casting right now. It's crazy. They're doing a barn and farmhouse show. Are you Are you living in Hawaii and thinking about living in a yurt? <laughs> That's so specific. <laughs> I am. It doesn't matter. Wow. Are you looking okay. to buy a beach house on a budget? I mean, sure. Who isn't? Yeah. I mean, we could spend a whole episode just going through some of these pitches on here. Maybe for next week's, like, mid, you know, in-betweener episode. That could be interesting. Reality TV isn't all that it's cracked up to be. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, a lot of drama, fake drama that's created. But, you know, it would definitely be something that you would remember for the rest of your life, being on one of these shows. So, um I don't know. Listeners, if, if this appeals to you, uh, if you've ever been on one of these shows, we want to hear about it. So we're all ears. You guys don't like house hold chores, right? Well, or do you? Or do who you? Who does? Yeah. Does anybody? Does anyone? I guess there's Marie a Kondo. few uh, Marie Kondo, like Monica Gellers out there. Well, yeah, I guess if you're if you are like a real clean freak, uh, you know, or one of those people, yeah, maybe there are people out there that really like to do it. No I mean, judgment. Is it like a type A personality that likes to clean? Yeah, I, I would say that maybe not all type A's like to clean, but if you like to clean, you probably are a type A. Oh, there's a maybe. Venn diagram. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, there was a study that recently came out from Yelp, um, but one of the most interesting things about the study was they were able to get people's list of most hated chores um, just to see where the the hatred lies <laughs> with chores. Uh, do you guys want to guess? Have you looked at this survey? Have, do you want to guess number I one? I have I not. Have opened, have not looked at it. Okay, Rachel, what do you think is the most hated chore? It's hard to know how specific they went into it. Like, mm. But I'm going to say they, washing the dishes. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, washing the dishes and cleaning the sink came in as number one um, of most hated chores. Number two was doing laundry. Number three was cleaning the bathroom, which includes the sink, toilet, shower, yeah, etc. Number four is sweeping slash vacuuming. Mm. And number five is cooking meals and shopping for groceries. Cleaning bathroom. Um, that should be number one. Yeah, I would say that that Oh, that's your number one. I would one. say that that would go to number one. Because, I mean, that's something nobody likes to do. Yeah, it's I just mean, disgusting. <laughs> I would put... Uh, I would put laundry before cleaning the bathroom really well because you are you still you're on a shared laundry system yeah if you are a listener if you're a longtime listener of this podcast you will know that both rachel and i live in apartment complexes where we have to share washers and dryers and yeah it's when i had to do that back in my younger days yeah. that was that was <laughs> a a very hated chore but yeah it's uh, i mean I've so I lived in an apartment a year a couple of years ago that had in unit laundry and um, in unit washer and dryer, and I still didn't like doing the laundry. Mm. It, it's still, you know, piled up. It was still a thing. Mm. 
I don't know what it is about doing the laundry that's just a slog for me, but um, yeah, I would still put cleaning the bathroom uh, above, or I guess... Put laundry? I would put doing the laundry at the top, then bathroom, then dishes, then cooking. Actually, ooh, I might put cooking and shopping above. <laughs> you are just, you're, you're no, revising, yeah, you're revising this list. I know, I know. It's, uh, but either way, I know for sure, for me, that sweeping and vacuuming, love doing it. Yeah, see, vacuuming, I think, is one of those things that gives you kind of that, I don't know. Instant it, gratification. Yeah, it's like a, it's mm-hmm. like it scratches an itch or something, <laughs> you know? Yes. It, uh. You're just like sucking it all yeah. up. Like, it's just goodbye dirt, it's not goodbye, like, I, like, crumbs. It's not something I relish doing, but it's, it's not something I totally despise yeah yeah i mean i I think there is that like you say that instant gratification of uh, and then there's some satisfaction of of surveying the floor once it's been vacuumed and saying ah seeing those streaks the lines yes it's nice and clean yeah Mm -hmm. you have to find ways to make this fun doing chores fun i mean i agree like podcast is 100% necessary for me when I'm doing chores like I put my headset on and I just go to town every weekend uh and I mean are there any other little hacks that you guys have developed that help you get in the mood to do chores or like like sometimes I'll even go on like the Instagram accounts of these bloggers that I follow that like have just spotless homes or or they show that they have spotless homes and I'll be like, God, I want my house to look like hers. Okay, like let's get so to that's work. How you get like inspired, for it. inspired to huh. get working. Like envy, yeah. <laughs> like jealous. I like, you know, make myself jealous and then get to work. But you know that know. Eric's hack already is just to hire a house cleaner. <laughs> that is a helpful hack. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. She, Eric. She's there today. Oh, oh, what's her name? Bless her. <laughs> Nothing. She doesn't. <laughs> doesn't have to go on the pod. I was just wondering what her name is. I'll cut this out. I'll cut her name it's out. Okay. Don't worry. She's fine. Oh, he doesn't want to even. <laughs> wow. So one of the interesting points on this survey is um, not only did they ask people what they hated to do the most, but what would they be willing to do in order to never have to do housework again? The number one answer was give up alcohol. <laughs> number two answer, add an hour of time to their commute each day. Ugh. Number Ugh. three answer was spend a week in jail. To, to never do housework again? To never do housework again. Okay. Number four, oh, give up their wow. smartphone. And number five, randomly, was shave their head. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> yeah, that I, hair grows back. I do, I, I, do, I do that anyway. I would, shave, I would shave my head to never have to do chores again. Absolutely. So number one was give up alcohol. No. Would you guys give up alcohol? No. No, <laughs> no I wouldn't That's either. the other a podcast and a glass of wine. That's what I need to clean my house. I, yeah, I just... Truly, I, yeah. yeah. That, giving up wine would be kind of crazy. Yeah. I, I, I'd be like... Yeah. Psycho. Well, right. And the other ones just seem so punitive. I mean, but a week in jail is like, <laughs> uh, you know, I could do, a, I can last seven days, I think. But would you I could add shave an, my head. What? I could shave my head. Sure. What about adding an hour of time to your community? Never. Today? No. Ooh, that would be tough. And, I don't because there's, do I, that, it no. doesn't, it doesn't specify an end date. If No, this is in perpetuity. <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. That's dumb. 
No, that would be, I, I practically go crazy as it is with my round trip two hour commute. Like, no, I'm not going to add another hour to yeah. that. Absolutely not. No. I think I'd lose my mind. Wait, here's another, okay. Another interesting finding from this study. I know we're talking about this a lot, but the majority of chore doing Americans have given their partner one of these excuses to get out of doing housework, pretended to be sick, did a bad job on purpose or lied about a work task they needed to do instead. Um, two thirds of those surveyed admitted that they and or their partner have done a poor job in the hope of getting out of doing it again. Have you done that? Uh, been done. A poor my husband has. Uh, he is not good at cleaning things, <laughs> so I say I'll do it. So, so, do you think he's doing a poor job on purpose, or is he just baiting? baiting no, you? I think he doesn't. Oh, I, well, I don't even know if I yeah, want to do this. No, I think it's okay. You don't have to. <laughs> this is getting a little yeah, personal then, here. All right. we'll, we'll... No, 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 it's fine. I mean, he he just doesn't care as much about cool. like he's not as t- type A as me about keeping the house clean. You know, if there's a streak on the mirror, he's not going to be like ah. And so I think we just have different expectations for what clean is, mm-hmm. and so. Um, I just prefer it to be at my level of clean, and you know what? I'll just do it. It's easier than harping on him, right? And I feel like a lot of couples no, maybe I, fall into that. I think that I think what, I think what you're describing is yeah. kind of you're describing my relationship too. I mean, yeah. it's, it's yeah. It, it, if you have a different expectation, you can't expect your partner to meet, and you know that they're not going to meet it. Why set yourself up for failure? Yeah, it's it's always going to be you know, a little thorn in their side and it's, it's never going to be good for your relationship. So either you do it, get it cleaner, you know, bless, you can go to therapy and try to work it out. I mean, it's, I don't know. There's many solutions, but you can go to jail for a week or you can go to jail or shave your head (laughs) or give up alcohol. Oh my gosh. This actually even says that a fifth of people would completely give up sex. Wow. In order to never do housework again. I don't buy that. It shows how much, how contentious doing chores and housework really is to the American house, the average American. It's super want to go home now and clean my bathroom. (laughs) I know. I'm kind of like, what do I need to clean today? (laughs) Do you think people who live off the grid have to clean as much as the average person who doesn't live off the grid? Probably not, right? Well, I I guess it's your own personal level of cleanliness. Yeah, I mean... you know what? I'm not super clear with what what the actual definition of living off the grid is. Do you guys know? Well, I mean, it's unplugging from the power network, so you you don't necessarily have access to a vacuum cleaner, <laughs> so you can't really vacuum your floor. But so you're stuck to like a Swiffer. Yeah, or sweeping with a broom, sweeping. the old fashioned way. <laughs> that old thing. <laughs> yeah, that old <laughs> that old chestnut. <laughs> What's a broom? Yeah, it's gross. I know. Sorry. What's a mop? How do you use a mop? Right. Ugh. It's horrible. Today, living off the grid, I mean, when we think of it in our mind, we may think, yeah, I'm just cutting off power. But then it also refers to shunning gas, sewer, cutting off your cell service maybe, and generally kind of getting away from technology and any outside resources, just reducing your carbon footprint and kind of making a go of it without... Any sort of, I don't know, utility or resource hooked up to your house. Do you think you could do that? No. No? (laughs) I I really don't think so. I mean, I can see the appeal in it. um, And I maybe, 
at a different point in my life, perhaps. But for me, living off the grid is not not a thing that I can even fathom doing right now. What about you guys? I I mean, I love the idea of it. I mean, I just yeah, it, it would be a hard transition. I mean, I I love the idea of not having a screen and not having to stare at. A, a computer and I just uh, that no. because I think I'm here at work and I'm like ugh I never want to look at this thing again. But then you'd go home and you wouldn't be able to watch your Love Island or your yeah, Housewives I'd, ever again. I'd read by I'd read by candlelight. Okay. What do you think about Brexit? What what's that? Like I where we leave in the European Union? I don't. I, I seriously don't have. So a like problem. if you so it's to, it was to leave the EU, so we wouldn't uh, be part of the Europe, EU, which yeah, would yeah, mean like welfare and. Like things we trade with would be cut down. So does that mean we won't have any trees? Cheese? No. Trees? Oh. No. Yeah. That's, that's got nothing to do with it, babe. That's <laughs> Why wouldn't we have trees? Uh, what are you talking no, about? No, we're just we're just not in the European Union. Oh, we're still classed oh. as like being in Europe. Doesn't it mean it would be harder to like go to like Spain and stuff? So it'd be harder to go on holidays. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I love my holidays. Yeah. And you can generate your own energy. Yeah, right? you can. Like, Okay. Yeah. So, so if you needed like a refrigerator, for example, or right. I mean, you can you can have like a little wind turbine or some other type of little solar generator where you can generate a little bit of electricity. Would you have to have like a well system? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then a filtration system, and it sounds a bit complicated. It is, it is but I mean, for a lot of people, I think I, I understand the allure. I mean, if you for if sure. you're just done with this kind of American rat race and done with consumer life. So you're pro living off the grid. In the I'm, I'm pro and I'm pro of the concept. I'm not self-sufficient enough to say I'm going to go out into the woods, you know, erect a tiny home, get all the proper hookups. But if somebody did it for me, I'd love to give it a shot for a week or two. Lucky for you, we have a handy-dandy guide to living off the grid, a beginner's guide. A beginner's guide? You could yeah. find this on Realtor.com? Yes, Realtor.com <laughs> slash news. What? Which is why we're talking about this. But, I, you know, there's lots of tips here and things that you would need to think about that perhaps you hadn't thought of when you're idealizing. You'd have to figure out your refrigeration and possibly figure out how to uh, grow your own food. Mm. Does That'd be hard. living off the grid mean that you can't go to a store? No, you... uh, I don't think it means that okay. at all. I, I think, no, I think it's just that your house is not connected in any way to the utilities. And okay. I think you, if you wanted to go down to the store and buy a pint of ice cream to store in your, you know, solar-powered refrigerator, <laughs> you could do that. Or get your meat. Or get a or get a slice a slice of beef, yes, a steak, yeah. a filet mignon. To go with your beans. Yeah, to go with my. You could also get takeout. Sure. Or maybe no, because off the grid you're like far away from things. Right, right, and I don't think if you're off the grid, then DoorDash <laughs> isn't really an option. I don't. Know. Do you get an address if you're off the grid? I think so. Yeah. Well, we need to get an off the grid expert. If you are an off the grid expert, email us at podcast at realtor com. Go to your local internet cafe. <laughs> yes. All right, let's move on to winners and losers, the segment at the end of the episode. This is where we discuss celebrities and the houses that they buy, sell, rent, and those who made a great deal and those who might have lost some cash in the process. So uh, we usually start with our loser. 
Eric, do you want to tell us who our loser is this week? <clears throat> yes, I do. <clears throat> I just I <laughs> clear that throat. Natalie, cue the sad trombone this week for Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Mm-mm. So uh, it's a we're doing an NFL look this week. All NFL winners and losers. All quarterbacks. <laughs> this is actually unintentional. All quarterbacks, winners and losers. Uh, ben Roethlisberger has had a house near Pittsburgh. It's a you know a suburb of Pittsburgh called Hampton, PA. Uh, he had the home on the market for around two point eight million, and has now knocked four hundred thousand dollars off the price, and is still looking for a buyer. It's on the market still for two point three million. He bought the place for two point two. And it uh, is fully decked out. In terms of a, a loser, this house is nowhere near a loser. The, it's it's full entertainment complex. It's got a golf simulator. It's got, you know, a playroom with a slide for the kids inside the house. It's it's pretty bonkers. I mean, he's a loser, but we don't yeah, have to go into yeah, that. Yeah, we don't have to go into that either. He's a, he's a real, you know, real Anyway, so dirt. the house the is house, ginormous. The hu- it's gorgeous. It's ginormous. There's uh, out back, there's a pool with a swim-up bar. There's an outdoor kitchen. There's a basketball court. There's a fire pit. There's even a koi pond. Of course there's a koi pond. And it's, you know, fully gated and ringed with security and blah, blah, blah. You know, don't worry about that. And there's a separate building also for recreational vehicles uh, in case you have some ATVs that you want to take out for a spin. Mm. It's a gorgeous home. So, but he's had to cut. So why is he our loser? He had to cut $400,000 off the price. Oh, sheesh. But that's like nothing. Well, I mean, that's a, that, that's a, it's, that, that's a 20% discount or so, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's probably nothing for him, but it is a, for, for us plebs. It's, it's a definitely a significant amount um digging his pool yeah no, I mean, it's a it's a 17 or 18 percent discount so it, it's not insignificant not to not to put you on the spot eric but how sorry um how long has this property been on the market since uh oh, we're gonna leave that in uh, 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 You just love putting me on the spot because you're know, a jive turkey. Um, it's been on the market since May. Okay, so beginning of the summer. Yeah. And now it's the end of the summer. He realized, <laughs> got to make it, got to sweeten the pot, sweeten the deal. Sweeten the deal. Still a gorgeous home. Ben has moved on to a bigger, better home in the Philadelphia. Not Philadelphia. God damn it. Well... I'm Pittsburgh sure. suburbs. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Uh, let's just leave that one be. All right, who's our loser? <laughs> and who is our winner? Who is this other lovely quarterback that we just love talking about because we've talked about him so much? Have we talked about him a lot? I don't like know. You're tired? So. Are you just tired yeah, of hearing? Are him. you tired of hearing about Tom Brady? I are think you, most people are, unless really? you're a, unless you're a Patriots fan. I think you are tired of hearing about. Tom All right, Brady. so I'll, I'll keep this short. Tom Brady is selling a thirty-nine point five million dollar mansion in Massachusetts. It's built on land that he acquired from a local. I want to say it was a was it a school or a church? I think it was a school, a university. He acquired mm. some land. Oh, in, Pine Manor. 
Pine Manor College? Yeah, exactly. He, he acquired this land from a university, had this house custom built for him and Giselle and their kids. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think it was only completed, I want to say, about three years ago or so. And now it is on the market. It's gorgeous, it's, gorgeous house. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's just a Undeniable. country, country kind of like borderline modern country, just... French yeah. country. French country, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I, and, it, I mean, eventually he, he, we may have to move him over into the loser category at some point in the, fu- in the future if he's unable to sell it at $39.5 million. Is but, Brookline, so it's in Brookline, Mass. Mm-hmm. Is Brookline a very ritzy part? Yes. Like yes. a very ritzy Boston suburb? Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah, we've, already, we've done a house previously that is in kind of that same vicinity, and uh, that was owned by the Reebok founder. And mm, right, right, that, that house mm-hmm. was once one of the most expensive houses in the country, but the price on that got cut. And I saw some headlines that were like, oh, Tom Brady says, don't look, don't look too hard into me selling my home. Like, it's not... Mm-hmm. Like people, do people think that he's retiring because he's no, selling his no, home? No, 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 no. I think I think it's just it just fuels speculation on what his post NFL career may be or what he's how he's going to play out his last couple of years here with the Patriots. He mm-hmm. says he wants to play till he's forty five. He's forty two mm-hmm. now, and he just signed a deal to cover him through this upcoming season, the two thousand nineteen season, and then the two thousand twenty season. So uh, mm-hmm. it just you know at this point with his age, it just fuels speculation. About you know where will he be going? Where will he end up? Right. You know when and will they he... have a place. They have a place in the city. Yes, right? they have New a York place. City? Yeah, they do have a place in New York City, and they were rumored to be looking, I believe, in Connecticut. Um, mm. So interestingly enough, he just to go back to your point, Natalie. Um, he in an interview on the Greg Hill show said New England fans should not read into the timing of these events. And he said, I think it takes a long time to sell a house. My house is a little bit of an expensive one. Right. So it doesn't fly off the shelf in a couple of weeks. So it sounds like he's just planning for it to probably sit on the market for and, a and, while. And, and, and that makes him a winner in my book as well. What, the, the practicality? The practicality of being a winner. Very pragmatic. And understanding that, uh, you know, somebody isn't just going to walk up to your front door with $40 million and say, hey, I want to buy this place. Not and they, sure. they did, yeah. he, he, he did this similar kind of, uh, I don't want to call it, it's not a ploy, a similar kind of concept he did in, in Brentwood in the L.A. area. He had a house that was going to be built for him and Giselle, and it was a huge multi-multi-million dollar mansion. It was finally finished, and then they sold it, and they sold it to Dr. Dre for forty million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's so kind of the same. Can same. Go for another rapper to come along. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Um, Lil Nas X. <laughs> All that old town road royalty money. Yes. <laughs> It's like the, the most, longest most running, one. yeah, longest running number one song, something. I yeah, don't, I, I don't mean, know. bless. Hey, call Lil Nas X also a winner. Alternate winner, Lil Nas X, just <laughs> for no winning. real estate reasons, always winning. Uh, all right, with that, that is the end of House Party for this week. Uh, awesome. Awesome. 
Rachel and Eric, thank you again. And listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to check out any of the stories that we discussed this week, you can go to realtor.com slash news, or you can go to Google, type in the topic and realtor.com, and the story should pop up in your search engine page uh, thing. (laughs) How does SEO work? We just had our SEO guys come out, too. I just... Rachel, tell us a little bit about everywhere people can find us on social. Sure. You can uh, give us a follow and a like on Facebook. We would very much appreciate it. We're at House Party Pod there. Or you can find us on Twitter at House Party Pod. Or you can find us on Instagram at House Party Pod. Um, and we also, of course, would love for you to please subscribe to House Party wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember to give us a five-star rating and review. The more positive reviews we have will help other people discover our show. If you want to drop us a line, you can reach us via email at podcast at realtor.com. We might be doing something a little different next week, but you can expect to hear a brand new episode of House Party uh, in two weeks. So thank you again for tuning in. And there's some exciting stuff on the horizon. So um, stay tuned for that. Bye. Bye. Bye.